Hello and welcome to episode 3 of A Year Full of Gratitude, the companion podcast to Claire Yose's book, A Year Full of Gratitude. And this week we're talking about gratitude stage fright, how to handle it when you're going to do your gratitude minute or practice and your mind goes blank. Hello, how are you? I'd love to hear from you over at the show notes at clareyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash week three or in the discussion forum for the Readers Club for a year full of gratitude if you've joined us there already. How are you getting on so far? We're in week three. So that means you've had a couple of weeks of your mantra, of your gratitude minutes and of writing in your gratitude diary. Now, Scientists have researched this, that when people are suffering from mild to moderate depression, then simply three weeks of keeping a gratitude journal can be enough to change their lives. I've often seen with my readers and my students and my clients, it's much quicker than that, but we're all on our own journeys. So my first request for you today is don't give yourself a hard time. Just for the next few moments, Experiment with something, okay? Play with me on this. Just for the next few moments, let go of any expectations you have of yourself or how this journey should be. Just let them go. Imagine you can just put them down and just experience that for the next few moments. If you find yourself resisting this, just imagine you can breathe in and as you breathe out, you just let go of expectations. And for lots of us that means that the body will start to relax, there'll be a sense of relief, of ease. When I do it, my shoulders relax, it's like I put down the huge rucksack full of expectations that I carry through my day. And the thing is, we can do this at any time, in any moment. So gratitude stage fright. Now, this can be a biggie, okay? Next week in week four, I'm going to talk about the secret that keeps us stuck, okay? So when we really, really resist these practices, we're going to go through a technique next week that helps you to clear them. But for now, stage fright is an early warning sign that we're resisting the change, and that's okay. On day three in your gratitude journal, There's a little comment there saying, got gratitude stage fright. There are three quick starters. One, you can breathe, which means two, you're alive. So three, you can change your world. What could you feel grateful for today? Now, if you start with that, okay, I'm just going to find something to feel grateful for and just start the process. By now, particularly if you follow the tips I've been giving you on how to feel gratitude rather than just think it, you'll be anchored into that. Your body memory, the muscle memory, the cellular memory, the reticular activating system and the neuropathways in your brain will be going, oh yeah, it's that gratitude thing. Yeah, I know how to do that. So starting anywhere will take you somewhere on that journey, letting go of the expectations, because sometimes your gratitude minute practice might actually extend to 10, 20 minutes, and you'll just find yourself filled with this big fat bubble of love, and other times you'll grit your teeth through it, and think, thank God that's minutes done. <laughs> Both are okay. Both are part of the journey. So here is your ninja tip 
If you're struggling with gratitude stage fright, get really specific. You can start at the, I'm alive so I can breathe, so I can make choices. But if you can actually say, you know what, that thing that person said to me yesterday made me feel like this, and I'm going to go back to that feeling and thank them. The more specific you can get, the deeper the experience will be. So that is my ninja tip for you today with Gratitude Stage Fright. Make sure you come back for next week's episode when we're going to deal with the elephant in the room of when we're feeling so grumpy, fed up, angry, victimed, whatever, that we would rather throw stinky sports socks at our gratitude practice than do it. (laughs) And for today, keep going with your gratitude minute and writing in your gratitude journal. And remember, if you get stage fright, just open your journal at a recent page and go back through those entries. You don't have to reinvent the wheel with every gratitude minute. And this week's activity is a gratitude jar. Now, I really encourage you to do this. Pick a big, fat, beautiful jar decorate it, put a ribbon on it, you know, glass paints, glitter, stickers, whatever. Make it something beautiful that maybe you want to have on display somewhere special to you. And on a regular basis, put something in there, the things that invoke gratitude for you. So it might be a postcard, it might be a quick note about something somebody did or said. It might be a pebble from a beach. It doesn't matter what the things are. What matters is that you are consciously creating a space in your home to create the habit, to train your inner brain's radar to spot things you feel grateful for. And then if you get gratitude stage fright, you just open the jar and go through it. As a ninja tip for this, you can gratitude your home Okay, one draw at a time. So Marie Kondo from Japan is now pretty famous for her KonMari technique. Does this bring me joy? If it doesn't bring you joy, chuck it out. Yeah, William Morris allegedly said something like, you know, if it if it isn't useful or you know it doesn't make your heart sing, I'm paraphrasing terribly, then you shouldn't have it in your home. Useful, beautiful, or something else. It's the same kind of philosophy, yeah. If you start going through your home one drawer at a time, do I really need this? Does it make my heart sing? Does it bring me joy? If the answer to both of those is no, could I let it go? Allow your physical space to start being filled only with things that you genuinely need or that bring you joy. And if you did that one drawer at a time over the coming year, just imagine how different your environment would be, how different it would feel if you no longer had a home full of stuff you had to dust that you didn't really love that you were keeping because Aunt Beryl gave it to you for your fourth birthday and you feel really bad if you give it to a charity shop, yeah? Does this bring me joy? Does it make my heart sing? Do I genuinely need it? If not, let it go. So I hope that's helped today. I wish you an amazing, amazing week. I'd love to hear from you over at the Readers Club or at the show notes at clareyosa.com forward slash podcast forward slash week three. I'd love to see a picture of your gratitude jar. (laughs) Share it with your friends on social media. Get them joining in with this project. If you've got VIP membership of the Readers Club, there is a video for you on how to adapt this technique for children from toddlers to teens. And my invitation to you today is just take that rucksack off. 
put down the expectations of yourself, of how life should be, and let yourself just rest in gratitude for the next few moments. Because it's the difference between our expectations and what we're seeing that creates the pain in life. This year-long program we're on together is helping to retrain your brain to see the stuff that's going well instead of just the stuff that's going badly. At the same time, if you can let go of the expectations, it means you can be living in this moment, appreciating what's really there for you already. And just imagine how that will shift your experience of life. Have a fantastic week. I'll be back next time.